You're listening to the Berkeley Technology Law Journal podcast. I'm Elizabeth Fu. Here are some recent headlines about what's been happening this week in tech law. Today we'll be covering Facebook's revamp of its cryptocurrency Libra, Neural's exemption to test driverless deliveries in California, and Theranos' Elizabeth Holmes trial delay due to COVID-19. According to the New York Times, Facebook has scaled back and modified its plan to create a financial system based on its Libra cryptocurrency. The project is now focused on creating a more traditional payment network, like PayPal's digital dollars. The change was made in response to global opposition to Libra from politicians, regulators, central banks, and several countries, including China, which sped up development of its own digital currency after Libra was announced. According to TechCrunch, there were concerns that Libra would interfere with international monetary policy and individual countries' ability to exercise exclusive legal control over their currencies. For example, people living in countries with high inflation rates may have chosen to abandon their local currency in favor of Libra. Facebook initially created Libra to help it and other American companies compete for financial transactions in developing countries. WeChat, a popular messaging app in China, already offered a profitable payment system built into its product. Last October, Facebook's CEO, Mark Zuckerberg, was called before Congress and criticized for potentially bypassing regulatory approvals for Libra. Partners such as Visa, MasterCard, and PayPal ended up leaving the project due to the uncertain legality of cryptocurrencies and the growing amount of resources that partners would have to commit. In early April, the Libra Association, tasked with overseeing the project, published a white paper saying it would create multiple coins, each backed by a different national currency, to aid local commerce. It would also create another coin backed by a group of several currencies to facilitate money exchange between countries. The project is also abandoning plans to adopt the open architecture system of Bitcoin due to concerns of bad actors misusing the cryptocurrency, such as terrorists or criminals using Libra for money laundering. Instead, Libra will be a closed system where only pre-approved partners can build infrastructure, such as wallets for coins. Dante Desparte, head of policy for the Libra Association, said it is looking at a late 2020 launch of the Libra network. Christian Catalini, chief economist for Libra, said, quote, We think of this network as evolving as a complement to traditional institutions, end quote. In early April, the California Department of Motor Vehicles granted Neuro, an autonomous delivery startup, a permit to begin driverless testing on public roads. According to TechCrunch, the permit authorizes the testing of two light-duty self-driving delivery vehicles in nine cities, mostly in California's Santa Clara and San Mateo counties. The vehicles can operate at a maximum speed of 25 miles per hour, and driverless testing can be conducted only in fair weather conditions on roads with a speed limit of no more than 35 miles per hour. Currently, only Waymo and Neuro have applied for and are allowed to operate driverless vehicles on California public roads. Another 65 companies have permits to conduct autonomous vehicle testing in California, but with a safety driver. While the California DMV prohibits Neuro from charging delivery fees directly, Neuro can partner with local retailers to create formal delivery services. David Estrada, Neuro's chief legal and policy officer and a Berkeley Law alum, said Neuro will apply for a full statewide commercial deployment permit to allow for deliveries throughout California. The Verge also reported that Neuro is the first autonomous vehicle company to receive a federal exemption to mass-produce driverless vehicles without steering wheels or side mirrors. According to TechCrunch, Neuro worked with the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, NHTSA, for several years before obtaining the exemption. 
U.S. Secretary of Transportation Elaine Chao said in a statement, quote, Since this is a low-speed self-driving delivery vehicle, certain features that the department traditionally required, such as mirrors and windshield for vehicles carrying drivers, no longer make sense, end quote. According to Wired, the Center for Auto Safety, a consumer advocacy group, last year asked NHTSA to reject Neuro's request. The group has two concerns. First, that Neuro's petition provides little information on how safe its vehicles actually are, lacking details on performance of the vehicles. Second, the group cites a December 2018 NHTSA rule change, whereby the agency would no longer check that exemption applications, such as Neuro's, were complete before publishing them and beginning the public comment period. The group worries that as a result of this rule change, the public might not have access to all of the documents the agency requests as part of the application, which raises transparency issues. Estrada said, quote, We have always believed in the transformative power of autonomous vehicles, and in the climate of COVID-19, we understand their potential even more deeply. Putting our driverless delivery vehicles on the road in California will be an important first for our company and the self-driving industry, but it is just a glimmer of what is to come, end quote. On April 15th, Judge Edward Davila of the Northern District of California postponed the fraud trial of Elizabeth Holmes until October due to the ongoing COVID-19 crisis. The trial was originally scheduled to begin in July, but Judge Davila delayed the trial due to safety concerns. Previously, on January 13th, Holmes' counsel, Lance Wade of Williams and Connolly, had requested a postponement until early 2021, which was denied. Holmes is the former CEO of Theranos, a company that claimed to have revolutionized blood testing by developing testing methods and devices that required only small amounts of blood, such as from a finger prick. In 2015, a series of news and regulatory investigations revealed that Holmes had possibly misled investors and the government. In June of 2018, the San Francisco U.S. Attorney's Office charged Holmes and former Theranos Chief Operating Officer Ramesh Sunny Balwani with 11 criminal counts of defrauding investors and uninsured patients by making false claims about Theranos blood testing technology. In March, Judge Davila severed Holmes's and Balwani's cases, meaning the two will be tried separately. According to Law 360, Holmes's counsel had requested the postponement because prosecutors recently informed the defense team that they would be adding two additional wire fraud counts related to patients who paid for Theranos testing, as well as a charge of conspiracy to defraud investors. Politico reported that on April 1st, Holmes's attorneys requested that the case be deemed essential by the court, which would allow them to continue to travel, meet face-to-face, and interview witnesses. Federal prosecutors in the case are exempt from the travel restriction and lockdown orders, allowing them to continue to build their case against Holmes. Judge Davila's decision is pending. The next status hearing for the case by teleconference is scheduled for July. If convicted, Holmes could face up to 20 years in prison. Thank you for listening. The BTLJ podcast is brought to you by Alan Holder and the members of the podcast team at the Berkeley Technology Law Journal. Today's episode was written, edited, and produced by Elizabeth Fu. We are committed to bringing you interesting news and conversations involving the intersection of technology and the law. If you enjoyed our podcast, please support us by subscribing and rating us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you found our podcast so we can reach other listeners. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, write us at btljpodcast at gmail.com. The information presented is not legal advice and may not be up to date. This podcast is intended for academic and entertainment purposes only. Remember, don't get legal advice from podcasts. Talk to a lawyer.